This is Boss Women Unfold, the podcast, a series of honest and empowering conversations with phenomenal women. I am your host, Noelle Sam, and your journey to be empowered starts now. My guest today is Vicky Joseph. Vicky is a designer, entrepreneur, and philanthropist. She's also a mom. She has her own fashion line, New Eye by Vicky. She is the co-founder of Vicky Cosmetic, and together with her husband, she started Group 3737, or Group 3737, an innovative tech incubator here in Montreal. Vicky was our very first interview guest on the Boss Woman Unfold podcast, so it was only fitting to begin this season with her. Together, we talked about setting priorities and the importance of knowing your why. So, ah, where to start? Okay, so first of all, I want to uh, welcome Vicky Joseph, who is not only an amazing woman, but Thank an inspiration you. to me because of who she represents, what she represents, and what she does. And Vicky, you are on our Boss Women Unfold podcast. Thank and you for uh, inviting me. As you know, um, I admire you a lot. You are a phenomenal woman. And that's the reason why I accepted your invitation. I love the idea of supporting women. Women empowerment is so important. So I'm glad to be here. I want the listeners to get a sense of how we got to know each other and how we connected yes. when I moved to Montreal to do fashion blogging, fashion design, fashion uh, journalism. Mm -hmm. You were a fashion designer. Yes. You were presenting at the Montreal Fashion Week. Amazing piece that I still own to this yes. day. Yes. How it was, was fall 2012. Oh. That was the collection. That's when I, well, I had already started my line, but when I met you, when you mm -hmm. came in Montreal, it was, in, it was for the fall 2012 and collection that I, I was presenting at Fashion Week. I fell in love with your pieces because oh. not only they were hugging every shape mm -hmm. already, but it was very different from what we were used to see. You were bold in the prints. Yes. You were using velvet and colors, bright colors. And by the way, the signature. piece that I got, that was a bright orange with like butterfly wings, yes. short dress. Yes. It's in Africa. It's in Congo right now oh because one of my cousins took it from me. <laughs> when I went, she loved it. She couldn't let me. But I love it because it. it keeps on growing. Yes. This is the beautiful story of being a designer. So how did you, because you were a fashion designer, mm -hmm. and often people think that fashion designers are more on the creative side, yeah. and they're not into the business of it. What made it so different for you to not only succeed as a designer, continue to grow, but even expand into different other avenues? Like, how did you manage that? Oh my gosh, I think you grow. It depends. I think it's part of me. It's a part of me because a lot of designers, I would say, would just stay artistic. They would just do their own collections and design and not really care to if they're making money or not. Or not. And for me, it was just like, no, I got to make it happen and I got to grow my company in a way where I can help my community hmm. to create wealth because it's just not just about like creating. Creating is just a part of it. Okay. It was just not enough. You needed to, to do more and to be I more involved. To, to be, and I have to say, I have to say, my husband is a businessman. Good, that helps a lot. He supported me, but he pushed me through this to have that kind of vision. 
Because in the beginning, I was like, yeah, I have my stores, if you remember. I know, one in right. Then, the one in Laval. in Laval. And I have to be honest, at that time, I wasn't quite there yet. For me, it was kind of like a hubby. Yes, mm-hmm. I had my business, but it wasn't, I didn't fully comprehend the fact what was a business all about. I was just selling my clothes. Yeah, I'm going to make money. I have to pay my rent. I have to pay my employees. But it wasn't just, it wasn't very clear. So I have to admit the that broader my, vision you know, the broader vision wasn't that clear at that time. Because you grow. The Vicky that I was back then versus the Vicky that I am today is completely different. And I owe it to my husband that really pushed me then, that made me understand the numbers. And that made me understand that you have to do it for you, but for your communities and how can we create wealth and to be part of the conversation about the economy of Quebec, we have to be part of it. In 2012, Vicky and her husband started Groupe 3737 in Northeast Montreal. The tech incubator supports local entrepreneurs and startups from visible minorities by providing them with the tools and infrastructure to grow successful businesses. We were born in Saint-Michel. Saint-Michel. We grew in Saint-Michel. Saint-Michel is one of the poorest a neighborhood in Canada, as people know. Wow. Um, uh, the kids are most of the time left on their own because their parents have to work to, work do to, to, to take, care of take care of them. So a lot of them are, they don't have any, they don't have any examples mm-hmm. of entrepreneurs or just, you know, like role models for them to succeed and on aspire their own. to and just aspire to. We grew in those neighborhoods. We saw how it was difficult, and for us, education saved us. My husband was like, "Vicky, we gotta make a change. We gotta do something because if we don't do anything, we will keep on repeating the same mistakes generation after generation. We gotta think about our kids. For for sure, when we had our kids, it changed everything. Mm, yes, we the were kids, like, oh yes. my gosh, what are we gonna do? Because we suffered while building our businesses before starting Group 3737. It wasn't easy. Nobody wanted to listen to you. You know, they always put you on the side. Always, you're always so different. And we were like, when we had our kids, we were like, no, this has got to change. We have to make it better for them. We have to make a road that's gonna be so easy that they're gonna be able to succeed. You know, they're gonna finish school and they're gonna have access to more everything. Open doors more open than doors. you ever could dream of. Because people have no idea. The cries, the tears, the the hardships just to get there, just to open your an account, just for the director of the bank to listen to you, just to get a loan wasn't easy. People don't see that. You have to make it three times better than the other nationalities or the Caucasian people, if I would say. It was tough. So when we made it, we decided we have to make some change. We have to help other entrepreneurs that don't have maybe the vision or the the, the tools, the tools or the, the expertise, the relationships perhaps. that we've created. And with all the baggage that we have, we have to help others. So, uh, and we have to do it for our kids. How well do you feel uh, Group 3737 feel the need? It does because it's mostly, we're inclusive. But the fact that it's it was created by us, we have a better understanding of what's needed for us to grow. So I would say that's the that's probably the only unique aspect of Group 3737. 
it's the growth together. And, and I think it's definitely like to touch on the point that you mentioned, to come from a place where you can truly relate. Absolutely. And I you think can relate. you can relate. And just like, for example, just like that. But we have white people in Code 3737, but it's just that the fact that we know what it takes. It's a different conversation. It's just a different conversation. Mm -hmm. Okay. And how invested is Group 3737 into the growth of its members? And how does it work? Let's say if there's a listener mm -hmm. right now who has never heard about Group 3737, who's from the diverse community yes. and has an interest to well, join, can, like, what does it take? Either, how does it work? The, the easiest is to go on the website. On the website, there's all the information, all the program. If you want to start your own business and you don't know where to go, there's all the services. You can rent an office for, we can exchange services. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things we can do just to help you grow. And within the network, there's a lot of other entrepreneurs that can help you share knowledge. Sharing knowledge is all about it. Mm. Is it like, uh, but on the website, coop Definitely, we'll make sure to, uh, the information. to share that. De Carey Motors, home to Montreal's finest luxury automotive brand since 1946. The best in service and in English engineering. Visit decarry.com to learn more. You had two games this morning, and yes. right after the interview, you have to I have run. Another, I have another game for my daughter. Oh Non-stop. It doesn't stop. How does motherhood impact the business decision that you make on a day-to-day -day, and how different it is when they were super young versus now where they're maybe a little more independent and I can't believe you're a mom like you look like you're 20 <laughs> you're just fresh out of school stop it <laughs> I wish I wish but you know what your decision every decision in business in business that I take I have to think about my kids mm -hmm. is it it's is it gonna help them is it gonna hurt them wow. so you all absolutely because there's some decision that you take that can hurt them I have other stories I could talk for hours. Oh, we will have you back. I really can tell you that sometimes I had, like this year, as a businesswoman, that, you know, I travel, I try to grow my business and everything. But let me tell you, when you have, like I have one of my sons that have a little bit of difficulties in school, I had to take a decision to have, to take a step back. Sometimes I have to say no to people. Yeah. Some deals I cannot take because mm -hmm. I will be like, I don't think I will be able to sustain it because I have to be home. Because mm -hmm. my husband travels all the time. So I have to take some decisions. So you have no choice, but your kids are part of your decisions because they can impact our lives. In the, a few years ago, I've been running like crazy with traveling and everything, but it impacted my kids. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you have to take a step back. They're everything for you. So now I have to be more present at home to give them the time needed the quality of my love have to be there for them in mm. order for them to grow. That's very, very important to hear because I'm it a is. new mom, right? Yes. And I have an 18 months old. Yes. And for sure, I think that the biggest thing this yes. 18 months old has done for me yes. is giving me more power to mm -hmm. know. Absolutely. So when I get an you offer and it comes and it sounds good and it looks yes. good and you weigh the pros and cons yes. and you say, but how good is it? versus spending the time with the kid. Absolutely. And it's a no, but that becomes a non-negotiable. It's you, not. You know, and before you we used to, to make excuses. The problem is, it's the guilt. Oh, you have uh, to know how to overpass the guilt because they need you when they're young. Mm -hmm. It's more physical. Oh yeah, it is. That's, that's what physical. keeps you in shape, it's, actually. It keeps you in shape. <laughs> but as I find now that they're grown, it's, they tell you. 
Oh. So that's what changed. I have to get prepared for that. You gotta get, you gotta get prepared. That's what they're gonna tell you, mom or dad, you're not there. Oh. Or, you know what I mean? So some oh. decisions will hurt you, but you have to be able to surpass that guilt and you have to be How comfortable. It's a learning process. Hmm. Now I'm just like, I'm comfortable. If I say no, it's a no. And I'm okay, because I know I'm doing it for the right reason. And I have to be there for my kids. You have no choice to accept the non-perfection. Not to be perfect, mm -hmm. you have to accept it as a mom and as a businesswoman. Yes. You have to accept that it's not going to be perfect. In every conversation this season, I want to ask my guest to share their definition of success with us. What does success mean to them personally? And how has this idea evolved over time? My definition of success, I would say, is it's within yourself. Success is defined if you're happy. It's not about money for me. It's not about money for me. It's about if you achieve the objectives that you made for your life, but you have to be fulfilled and happy. It's not about money. So for me right now, I feel successful because my kids are happy, they're healthy, my marriage is super going super well. I have my foundation set. I am happy. My businesses are going well. I am happy because there's always gonna be a level of you know like success if I would say that I wanna achieve, but I know that. It's gonna be, it's a forever mm -hmm. battle. So you have to be happy with what you have. So for me, if I would say, if I'm successful, I am, yes, because I'm happy. And this is hard to, this is very hard to well, achieve. Well, this is the hardest. Because I think 90% of the people are unhappy. It is the and hardest And as long thing. as you're unhappy, you cannot talk about success mm -hmm. in life. So that's my definition of your success. Your definition of success is truly with the core happiness your of your core. heart. Your, Absolutely. Your core. And when you can say that you find your why you're doing things, oh, that's powerful. This is when you feel like you're successful. And I find my why and I'm working towards it, mm -hmm. but I feel happy and good. If you had to give me three books yes. that you're reading that you love, that have either changed your life, inspired you, oh, moved you yes. forward. Three books. Three right now. Yes. Michelle Obama. Becoming. Becoming. Mm. Honestly, it really helped me because there was, a, there was a point this year that I thought I was going crazy, which you will probably get to because the more you grow, the more you have businesses, uh, the way we have balancing the kids has been going away all the time. I got to a point, and there's a lot of, uh, that's another topic, but there's a lot of deception through growing, mm. losing people, losing uh, friendship, family, um, wow. people backstabbing. There's a lot of that in business. You might get to a point where you feel like you're losing your mind. Mm. And, um, and perhaps losing it got yourself. To, you're losing yourself. Yeah. And honestly, becoming really helped me a Interesting. lot. Interesting. I have the book. I haven't finished it yet. So now you just it. motivated me to finish the it's book. It's like just makes a lot of sense. Mm. And so, wow. Second where book? in the book where she said, you know, how for her, as long as her kids are fed, taken care of and everything, the rest, she takes it for her and works. But as long as, you know, her foundation is taken care of, 
she's good. Exactly what I was saying. So that book is amazing. Becoming There's by Michelle Becoming. Obama. There's another book that I'm reading. It's en- The Energy of Money. Oh, I heard about it. It's amazing and it's going to transform you because we don't know nothing about money. We have, because of the fact of slavery, we are just drained and conditioned to just stay at, a, at the lowest level. Mm-hmm. We need to understand how money works and it's all about energy. Read that book. It's The phenomenal. Energy of Money. Okay, so we have Becoming by Michelle Obama, The Energy of Money. And start with why. I love that book. I don't mm, know if you... I've heard that book. Uh, it's really good yeah. too. You need start to know your why. why. And yeah. for yourself, but for your business. Mm-hmm. You can't start a business without knowing the why of Absolutely. It. And you know, it's funny because for me, even when I started Unfolded mm-hmm. Media, it was very clear yes. what I wanted yes. to do, how I wanted to serve clients. And the moment I gave birth, some people call it the this pregnancy is. brain, the mama brain, whatever you yes, want to call it. It changed you. It, it, it was a flip of a switch because what happened with the why is that when I got pregnant, people who were my clients yes. became women. <laughs> Yes. They became women, a.k.a. they became supporters uh, yes. of what I was doing, mm-hmm. not letting me down. Yes. And it became so clear that I was in it for women yes. more than I was in it to make a check. Absolutely. And that's when I switched This is where everything. you switch. Or it just it flipped it. And the fact that I have a baby girl, it just, it I was switched. like, oh, I've always been supportive of women. Yes. I've always loved women. And yes. when I looked back, I had so many women. I was like, it was obvious, but it just... It had to happen. So it, it was to happen. Once moment. you find it, yeah. this is when you're 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 gonna start saying, "I'm starting to become successful." You know what? The energy of money is something I'm gonna get I'm because when you, I tell it you, it changes. My you. one of my biggest why is the yes financial literacy for black for women. black women. We are I wouldn't say zero, but we really have no, no connection. We, need to, we, need to we just give ourselves. So that's why I was telling you in the beginning when I started New Eye by Vicky, it was not about money, but you have to have a financial independence, even if your husband makes money. But for yourself, for your kids, for your community, for women around. Final thought to share with you to women who Mm -hmm. are listening. Mm -hmm. Women that are young, that Mm -hmm. are just starting their career, that are thinking of becoming entrepreneurs, or who have already tapped into it, but maybe have not achieved what they want to do. As if you were talking to your 20-year-old self, Uh what would you tell them? Trust yourself, because this is one of the major problems of women that I'm trying to unleash. Mm-hmm. It's the trust of yourself. You don't, most, most women don't, they don't trust themselves. You have to trust the process, God's plan, and you, yourself. Not what people want, but you. Ooh, because and that's the, like, young girls don't trust themselves. I see my daughter right now. Oh. She doesn't even trust herself. Oh, keep how old doubting is she? because people how old keeps, is she? oh she's 11 now 11 oof and it starts it, and it starts very young and it starts in school but every morning before my kids leave I tell them the same thing so today what are you saying about yourself I trust myself I love myself I'm strong I'm beautiful and I'm a beautiful black man or I'm a beautiful black woman and I'm the best I'm positive so every morning before they go to school they have to say it self like Affirmation. Affirmation. Wow. But all this to say trust is very important. You know it's what? the it's oh. the number one. You as problem. you were saying that, it's funny because I saw my nine year old self. Yes. And, and if, so... if I can say one last thing Please is do. Yes. Let's stop hating on each other. Oh, we have to support one another. It's 
it's insane. The in hate, our community, the, the, just, hate, the jealousy, the, the negative envy, if I would say. We have to put it aside. It comes from a place of self-hate. and Self-hate again. Self-doubt and not trusting That's yourself. That's it. Because if I trust that I'm good enough, yes. when you shine, I trust that you're good enough. Absolutely. And together, we create magic. Absolutely. But if I'm worried that you're shining, it's because I don't think I'm good enough. Because you don't think you're strong enough. This is and what I'm saying about you're th you feel threatened, but you yeah. shouldn't. Because if I win, I'm a success, then other women will be a success. You know what? This is what it's all about. Yes, and that's why I believe you in need to elevate women. others, yeah. not trying to. That's step how on we each win. Other. This is for me. Yeah. This is what success is all about. Okay. When we're gonna see other women taking their place at the table and not being on the menu, mm. this is those are things that makes me successful. I'm like, yes, you know, mm. I'm not working for nothing. I'm not sweating or crying like tears like that for nothing. Mm. Total vain. It's actually yeah. Wow. So this is what success. You is know all what? About. Uh, I feel that today's conversation was a success. Yes, there you go. Because we've not only reconnected yes. after two years. Oh my gosh! Yes. And you've sparked something in me that I didn't think would be sparked. <laughs> and I'm very honored. I want to acknowledge you and thank say you. thank you for taking the time for being the strong woman that you are. Thank Even you. when there are moments where you need of to drop and just cry and be just vulnerable because Absolutely. it makes you human. But I'm very appreciative of Thank your time, you. of your energy, Thank and you. your book suggestions will not be ignored. Thank you so much. Thank Louise. you, Vicky. Thank you. Oh. Thank you for listening to this episode of Boss Women Unfold, the podcast. We're back in two weeks for my honest conversation with guest Cheryl Blass. We talk about confidence how to be yourself and breakthrough in a male-dominated industry. A special thank you to Breather for supporting this podcast. Breather, space made simple. Modern meeting and office space, all to yourself, for hours, days, or months. Visit breather.com to learn more. Thank you to all the people who made this project possible the wonderful women we interviewed, and the equally amazing women who helped us put this all together. Thank you, Jennifer, Leah, Sephora, and Sharia for your help. And a special thank you to the hubby and my daughter for making it easy. Boss Women Unfold is recorded in Montreal. It is hosted and created by Noelle Sam and produced and edited by Alexandra Jureko. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts and make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you like what we're doing, please leave us a review and share this podcast with your friends. It really helps a lot.